Greetings, Grand Rising, and welcome to Manifest Wholeness in Spirit and Truth. I'm your host, Angela D., and I thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. Today, this is Season 2, Episode 5. And so when I go into the topics, a lot of the topics come from you all, you sister girl and brother man. But sometimes God put things on my heart. And that's why I'm not so anxious to uh, or worry about uh, what I will be talking about or sharing with you all on manifest wholeness and spirit and the truth. When I think about our topic today, every joint supply, don't be lukewarm. In season one, I talked about being lukewarm. And that is something that uh, the Holy Spirit convicts all of us, right? That's why Apostle Paul tells us to always be willing to examine ourselves, right? Always be willing to examine ourselves. Because being lukewarm is dangerous. But when we are not operating in who God created us to be for his kingdom, we are on the edge or even playing in being lukewarm. I want to read Ephesians 4, 16. Now, I encourage you to always bring paper and pen when you come to manifest wholeness and spirit and truth because I give scriptures, I give word, right? Because it can be your opinion and my opinion, how I proceeded, then how you proceeded. But we have the word of God the two is saw the hammer to be the deciding point, right? We don't we don't have to guess. Praise God. So Ephesians 4, 16, and it read, From whom the whole body joined and knit together by every joint with which it is supplied. When each part is working properly makes body growth and upbuilds itself in love. That's just like when we look at our vehicles, right? If every part of our vehicles are not operating properly, then it cannot supply what it was created to, to get us from point A to point B safely, to uh, secure us in our goings and our commons, commons as far as physical, right? And so that's the same with the kingdom of God. See, the kingdom of God is spiritual. And so every joint was created to supply. That means you, as well as me, have something that God has planted in me or you to supply to his kingdom right that's why even in ephesians 4 uh apostle paul he says i beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called oh my goodness 
He said, I beg you, right? Like, you know, when we're doing things, we falling short, uh, another may see our short, our shirt tail hanging. I love that, uh, that, uh, saying, um, my auntie, God bless her soul, no longer here. She will always say that. And she was like, oh, your shirt tail is hanging. Your shirt tail. I said, my shirt tail not hanging. Oh, yes, it is. And so then she'll go in te- details, right? Because she had no problem telling you why she was saying your shirt tail is hanging. And so Apostle Paul, in the same, is telling us he he begged you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all lowliness and meekness, with patience, forbearing one another in love. We cannot live an abundance life, be the sort of the earth and the light of the world without the Holy Spirit. We cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit. We cannot love as we should love. We cannot have patience as we should have patience, meekness, loneliness, uh, uh, because we, we're not operating in the fruit of the Spirit without the Holy Spirit. I encourage you in your time of meditation to read all of Ephesians 4. Right. Also, look at Revelation 3, 15 through 16. I know your works. You are either cold or hot. Would that were cold or hot? So, because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. Oh, my goodness. See, sometimes we like to be on the fence, right? We we don't have want to stand on the left or the right, right? We're in the middle. And, and, and the word of God is telling you the middle is the worst place to be, right? That's an undecipher mind. That's a wavering, double-minded person, right? You're wavering from the left to the right. You're not in the hot or the cold. You're in between. And God said, I will spit you out of my mouth. Revelation 3, 15 through 16. I encourage you to read that. I encourage you to meditate on 1 Corinthians 4, 8. But do all of four. Sometimes I like to encourage you to read all of that book, right? Because the chapters before that one verse and the, the, uh, the, the scriptures before that one verse and the scriptures after that verse is just as central as that one verse, right? So first Corinthians four, four, eight, but all of four. First Corinthians three, eighteen, but all of three. Then I encourage you to meditate on Colossians two, eight through five. And I do want to read Colossians two fifteen. He disarmed the principalities and powers and made a public example of them, trumping over them in him. Oh, seek thee first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. 
Whatever you bind on earth will be bond in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. <clears throat> wow. That is the love of Yahweh. That is the love of Abba our Father. That is the love of wonderful. Wonderful is his name, our Prince of Peace. Elohim. That is his love. That he have given us the power and authority through the Holy Spirit to bind and loose here on earth. Uh, today. Today we remember the life of Dr. Martha Luther King. For today is his birthday, January the 15th. And he was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee at the Lorraine Motel on April the 4th, uh, 1968. You know, I had a, uh, a chance to visit that hotel where Martin Luther King was assassinated. And um, me and my cousin doing one of our little road trips. And so we went to Memphis. And I'm here to tell you, oh, the, 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 the spirit around that place, wow, so dark and dim, right? To the point where uh, my cousin and a couple of our uh, friends that, you know, went on a road trip with us, went inside. But me personally, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go inside. And, <clears throat> and I sat outside and, um, and certain things God was showing me. But I'm trying to tell you to um, be at that place. It, it, it just opened up a lot of things um, as far as that time when they was there fighting for the civil rights. When we look at Martin Luther King, every joint supply. He, is, he was known for his uh, speech, I Have a Dream speech and the civil rights movement in the 1960s and many other things. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. We can Google his life, right? But Dr. King fought for freedom from the physical change, right? He, 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 the uh, civil rights movement was all about uh, rights, right? Equal rights, racism, oppression, right? So Dr. King fought for the physical change to be broken. But Jesus, Jesus, God sent his one and only gotten son to free us from the chains in the mind. You know, when a person is being oppressed, to oppress, oppress a person, there's a padding, a, a, a strip, may I say, that is being played to <clears throat> bind the mind. That one or those things that bind a mind <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Those things that bind our mind, bind our life, right? Keep us in a box, control our life. So God used 
his one and only begotten son to supply to his body, to his bride, to the world, faith and hope. That's what Jesus' life was for us, faith and hope. What are you supplying as the body of Christ? What are you supplying to the world? Each one of us was created to supply God's kingdom with greatness. You were predestined for greatness. Wow. And we have been given gifts and talents. And God expects for us to give them back to the giver to give them back to Yahweh, to give it back to the kingdom of God. And one of the things we have to look at, always look at, is Jesus' example, right? It's Jesus' example. He gave us an example from his childhood up until he started ministering. How even in his struggles, he went to pray with the Father. Who are you giving your gifts and your talents to? See, Daniel tells us, Many should run to and fro, and knowledge should be increased. See, when Daniel is talking about this in uh, uh, 12, Daniel 12, he, are, he is making sure we, we are without excuse. Let me put it like that. We are without excuse. So meditate on Daniel 12, 1 through 13. But then I want to say... Uh, in verse 10, Daniel 12, in verse 10, Daniel says, the wicked should do wickedly and none of the wicked should understand. But those who are wise should understand. We are without excuse. God sent his begotten son to supply an example of a faithful life despite life happenings. God sent his begotten son to supply instructions, hope, and to give us the Holy Spirit that intercede for us, that guides us, protect us, strengthen us, convict us, give us hope. Jesus supplied the light of the world and the sword of the earth. We are without excuse. Jesus is the key to wholeness. In his journey, he faced, exposed, and then went to war against the Pharisees and scribes. Now, this war was not physical, but spiritual with authority, with authority, with authority through Abba Father. 
read Matthews 23, all of Matthews 23. Woe unto you, strides and Pharisees, hypocrites. See, these was the religion folks in Jesus' time, but we still are without excuse. Rebel, we dealing with the scribes and the Pharisees. We are without excuse. Seek thee first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. We are to seek the Father. We are to seek God first, not man. These are our instructions. We are without excuse. We are to face those things are that are trying to hinder us. The word of God says, I have given you the power and the authority to step on the serpent in the scorpion head to heal your body all, all through the Holy Spirit, all through our relationship with the Father. So we are to face those things that are trying to hinder us. We are to expose them and then war against them. For each of it, all those things that we are dealing with, we should not be looking at them in the physical because that's when we get so bound up. That's when we become stagnant because we're focusing on the physical instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to show us what we truly dealing with. See, we try to do things in our own effort, always want to control this and that. In reality, we control nothing. Oh, woe to woe unto you, you strides and Pharisees, you hypocrite. God's gift of wholeness, for he loves us so much that in our obedience, our discipline, and our faithfulness, see, you you all that have been a part of sister girl this listening rebel you have been listening to us on our when we first started in 2014 when we was on the conference line or rather you came and started listening when we was on blog talk radio or even if this is the first now that we on the podcast i always talk about how it is on us as the kingdom of God to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. And so when we hear words like discipline and faithfulness and obedience, we're talking about unto the Father, unto the Holy Spirit, unto our King of kings and our Lords of lords, unto the way, the truth, and the light. Trusting him first. Ah, leaning not in our own understanding. And so when we become faithful, disciplined, and obedient unto the Father, and will and, and go through the transformation of the renewing of our mind, not conforming to this world, right? But go through the transformation by the renewing of our mind for God to strengthen us and reveal some things and, and pull us from uh, any bondage of unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, regret, shame, or condemnation spirit. We become whole. We, we start walking in our wholeness. And so there are gifts that the Holy Spirit, that the Father give us 
as we become whole what are those gifts the wisdom that's a gift of wholeness transformation life my god that's a gift of wholeness peace that's a gift of wholeness i'm not talking about peace of a man talk about i'm talking about the peace of god that even in the midst of chaos oh your mind is still still your mind is still at peace unwavery faith oh not being tossed and turned because man say this or man say that unwavery faith knowing that god god can change what man say whether it's about your health whether it's about your finances whether it's about relationships oh unwavery faith those are gifts of wholeness from the holy spirit and so first we have to be willing to understand is that as we grow spiritually and we must be growing moving from glory to glory we should not even be the same person we was yesterday because we are thirsting and hungering after his righteousness daily that's our life if we're not doing this because man say do it we're not doing this because we have this check we're doing it because we have a heart desire to do it for we must remember is that there that there is where we need to be where our heart desire to supply to allow the greatness that god planted in us to supply to his kingdom our heart must desire not to be straggling on the fence, right? Uh, uh, not to be in the middle. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stay right here. I ain't touching this. All right. No, that's on them. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Lukewarm is dangerous. So I encourage you to thirst and hunger after God's righteousness. Meditate on his word day and night. Know that you are needed, wanted, and loved. You are loved. Know you are not alone. I leave you with that. Every joint supply. Don't be lukewarm. Lord, we ask that you dismiss us, Father. Dismiss us with a victorious heart. Send us on our way as more than conquerors. Give us this week a spirit of triumphant. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Until next week, be inspired, be blessed and spread love and spirit and truth. Peace.